0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Well, you ain't nothing wrong here
2: Evolutionary Woman Radio. Tune in Mondays and Thursdays, 5.30 p.m., only on Blog Talk Radio. Visit our Facebook page for archived shows at facebook.com forward slash Evolutionary Woman Radio. Good evening, family. Welcome to another episode of Evolutionary Woman Radio. I am your host, Khadija Ali, and I am so excited that you are here tonight with me. I want to thank all my supporters and all of the people who call in who listen to the replays of the show and everyone, all the guests who have come on and been on a little hiatus. We've taken a little two week <laughs> a two week uh vacation, and so we are back. We are back with another dynamic show. And I would like to say for all of those who are listening online, uh, you can go on over to the Facebook page, Evolutionary Woman Radio with host Khadija Ali, if you have any questions or comments that you would like to uh, share during the course of our show. Of course, if you want to call in, the number to call in is 657-383-1581. And don't forget to go over to the page while I'm on that and like the page. It has a wealth of information. Many times our guests will will uh, offer free gifts, uh, free consultations, I mean just a wealth of information and so go on over to the page, like it uh, and take a look, take a look, scroll down, go to some of the back uh, replay episodes and listen in and glean some information from what you may hear and uh, tonight's guest, I'm so excited that she's here. Oh, my gosh. This has been a show in the making for probably about a couple of months, and I I just have a tremendous amount of respect for this young lady, and and we're going to have a wonderful conversation tonight. Her name is Dion Davidson, and I personally know her. We met a couple of months ago at a gathering at her home, and she just was such a warm spirit. She was just such an amazing person, and I had no idea what her um, story was. And it wasn't until I think maybe the second time I saw her that I really learned her full story and really got a better sense of who she was. And I want to share that with you all this evening. And her her, um, I'm going to read her bio. Dion Davidson has been described as a fearless survivor. The Jamaican-born owner and creative intuitive behind Beasley Speaking jury, believed in the power of yes, no, and not yet. She is a spirit-led, God-fearing. Woman whose mission is to wait on God and then move with purpose and determination. Dion was diagnosed with lupus in 2013 after experiencing bouts of debilitating pain for months. In 2014, she received an overlapping diagnosis of. Oh, grin syndrome. Please correct me, Dion, once I open up the line for you. So instead of getting giving way to her diagnosis, she made a decision to use her life and her experience to celebrate and inspire others. She created a lupus awareness event, the All Things Pink Annual Breast Cancer Fundraiser, and a Survivor's Fashion Show. And through these events, she celebrates and raises both money and awareness for survivors living with various forms of cancer, lupus, domestic violence, and sexual abuse. And if you did not know, now you will know that this month, the month of May, is lupus awareness month. So it is right on time having her on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family near wide, I want to welcome to the show Dion Davison. Greetings, sis. Are you there? I'm here. Hello, everyone. You, <laughs> to you I'm so happy that you're here. I can't wait for us to um, dive into Thank our you conversation. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I want to tell you, you already know this because you know me. I want you to imagine that we are at, I'm not going to say bone first, this grill, I'm going to say American Flight Fusion. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to imagine that we are at American Flight Fusion and that we are sitting across from each other at the table having the most fantastic conversation. And okay, because that did want- happen. Right. (laughs) So that makes it easy, because, you know, you already know how that is. Uh, Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. It's such an honor for you to be here. And I kind of, the way that I like to do things is I kind of like to just jump in and get right into it. And um, one of the things that I remember when I first met you was um the reason I came to to meet you was because um of l g so shout out to LNG um for introducing uh us and we all gathered together this one evening i think it was either December or january i think it was january it was January. Hey. we were we were making jolly and um we started talking about life, and we started talking about love, and we started talking about our, our lives and our experiences and womanhood, and we covered so many things. And um, I don't know if at that time I really understood or really got that you had this backstory about lupus and being a survivor, being a warrior. So can you share with the audience um, your story?
3: Actually, it's, it's something that um, I try to keep on as much as possible every opportunity I get because lupus is um, it's invisible, so most people um, are not familiar with, you know, how people who are living with lupus to manage um, such a cruel disease, you actually don't die from lupus. You die from complications of lupus. But before Mm -hmm. I get to all that, let me just explain a little bit about um, how I was diagnosed because no two cases are, first and foremost, Mm -hmm. um, you can meet 100 people with lupus and everybody's story is going to be different because um, the disease does not affect everybody the same way. You might have similarities amongst um, people. In 2013, uh, I had all types of things going on. Prior to that year, I suffered from really bad headaches and fevers and just random things, hair loss, and, um, you know, the doctors pretty much didn't really pay it that much attention, Um At the end of 2012, they mentioned something about my kidney functions um, deteriorating, and that was kind of weird because I hadn't done anything differently um, than what I've been doing. I was young, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in my early 30s, so that was kind of strange for my kidney functions to decline, um, you know, so quickly. So by 2013, around February, I noticed that I was – not only was I dropping weight, but I wasn't able to keep anything down, and I figured, oh, maybe it was something I ate that had pork in it because I don't eat pork, and I had ordered some food, and I noticed that they had made, mistakenly put bacon bits in it, and they were so tiny that by the time yeah. I discovered it, I was like, dang, I already ate some um, some of it. So I said, maybe that's what made me ill, and mm-hmm. this went on for, um uh, I think it was about a month or so of me not being able to eat anything. Literally, um, water made my stomach hurt, and I wind up in the emergency room because I was so winded. Um, I mean, I could barely breathe. Like, you know, coming up a flight of steps, I was out of it. So it really got weird. And then with, you know, the weight loss, I mean, I dropped weight, you know, really quickly. I think it was maybe like 20 or 30 pounds in the space space of a month. Mm-hmm. So that was kinda of strange and um they had me on um uh, uh fluids trying to build me back up because I was lightheaded and, you know, feeling woozy all the time, but that comes from not eating. So that was mm-hmm. that was where things started getting weird for me and um around March, um because I was in a head on car crash in December of twenty twelve, it took me um three months to heal. Well, really four months. So by March of 2013 was when my um, physical therapist had dismissed me. Finally, um, my neck, my shoulder, my collarbone, and my lower back had finally healed. They were wondering what was taking so long for that to heal. They had never seen a case um, like mine, a simple case like that. It took so long to heal. So that was kind of puzzling as well. They, did, they didn't put two and two together.
2: But by the time well, let me they released me. ask you me, a question. Mhm. I just want to ask a quick question about that. So, there's no test that that um, you can take that says, "Okay, now you have lupus." Is that how it works, or I'm just curious about that? There
3: is a test. Um, I mean, they normally okay. do blood work, but without any physical um, signs of it, uh, most people don't really have. Physical signs right away So and even with physical mm-hmm. signs You still suffer for months Because my pain didn't start Until the end of March And mm-hmm. I believe It wasn't until July that they finally ran The blood work It was July of 2013 They finally ran the blood work gotcha. And said um, Oh your blood work shows Rheumatoid factors And I'm like what does that mean and they're saying, oh, it's some type of autoimmune illness. And I'm like, what does that mean? So I Googled it because they they couldn't tell me anything. It was Fourth of July weekend, and I had to sit on that information for a while. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, this is scary. So by the time I finally got to um, see a um, specialist, a rheumatologist, it wasn't until September. So pain started in March. Here it is September, the end of September, And I'm just now seeing a specialist. So Mm -hmm. I've been in pain point where I could barely sit and stand. Um, My Mm -hmm. jaws were now locked. I I was basically sipping um, my food through a straw. I would blend my fruits and vegetables um, Mm -hmm. to get some type of substance. Um, my knees would give out so bad. My hands felt like flames coming out of them. I couldn't wear any shoes. My feet were swollen and achy so bad. I wore flip-flops. So mm-hmm. they finally gave me medication, gave me prednisone, which is a steroid, to help. It eased the pain for a while, and I didn't get diagnosed till October 18th.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So almost an entire year, um, and some people who have gone a year, two years, three years before they figure out what's going on. So basically, um, lupus basically, in, in a nutshell, is when your body um, fights itself. So your body doesn't know the good cells from the not-so-good cells. I hate to use the word bad cells. And it doesn't right. attack itself. Mm-hmm. That's what lupus is. which, which what,
2: what ba- Isn't that basically what an autoimmune disease is? It's kind of like your immune system is is um, hyperactive and it's like, oh, yes. something foreign is here. And it's, you know, okay, mm-hmm. got you. Go Yeah. And got people
3: you. oftentimes get that mixed up with AIDS and it's not the same thing. So I want to clarify that because with mm-hmm. HIV, um, it's the opposite. So with lupus, your immune system is over. It's, Overacting, it's right? Yeah, mm-hmm, with, which mm-hmm. HIV is the opposite, so they're right. not the same thing. They're not related because people have always like, oh, is that AIDS? No, <laughs> mm-hmm, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing. So I always clarify that to help people understand it.
2: Exactly, exactly. So, tell me a little bit about the emotional aspects of that because you're going through all of these things, and you don't know the doctors who you think should automatically know, like, what's going on, have no idea what's going on. So what was that like for you emotionally?
3: Oh, it was awful. I was even mm-hmm. seeing a um, a psychiatrist, and I wanted to punch her in the throat because this woman actually – ask me, are you sure you're not imagining things? I was in so much pain Mm. and because while I was going through all these doctor's appointments and, I mean, the headaches were so bad, it felt like my eyes were popping out of my head. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. awful, and nobody could understand because they look at me and you can't see it.
2: So everyone is Mm -hmm.
3: questioning me about all the symptoms, And they can't find anything wrong. So here it is. I'm in the the psychiatrist's office, and, you know, she wants to prescribe all these um, medications for my emotional state. And I'm telling her I'm not being emotional. I'm telling you something is physically wrong. My body hurts really bad. You couldn't even hug me. That's how bad I ate. You know, it aches so bad, a hug. You know, imagine how awesome a hug feels.
1: You couldn't even touch
3: me. You know, and this woman is prescribing um, all these medications, and because I'm saying no to it, because at this point I've been through depression, and I know what that felt like, and I know that in that situation I wasn't. I mean, yeah, at this point I'm depressed now because you try to give me medicine and tell me I'm depressed, and I'm not.
1: <laughs> right. right, She's
3: telling me I'm crazy, and I'm not crazy. I know that something is really wrong. My liver and my kidneys were now failing, and right. I'm in pain and you're offering me medication. So I was I really did get depressed eventually, but at that time I wasn't. Um mm-hmm. no one understood what I was going through. I mean again I lost so much weight, I could barely fit anything in my closet. I couldn't wear any shoes. Um I could barely take care of myself, you know, waking up in the morning I'm crawling to the bathroom. It's frustrating. My only outlet honestly was getting up and doing something for someone other than myself and that's going to teach every day.
2: Yes. 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 That was my tell us about grace. that right. And tell us about how well the beating came from another situation in your life. Um Yeah. You didn't start you actually didn't start the beating until something happened with your mother, correct?
3: Correct. I started making jewelry way back in 2004 um, as a result of my mom having a brain aneurysm. Um, Mm -hmm. She had um, a simple headache and was rushed to the hospital, and they found out that she had a brain aneurysm that was bleeding really bad. She was in the hospital for about three, maybe four months. And when the doctors were releasing her um, after her stay in physical in the in the rehab hospital they wanted us to continue um some type of rehab at home with her and um I went to Walmart and you know just browsing the arts and crafts section I found mm-hmm. a book on beading and I I'm, I'm too cheap I'm like I'm not buying a book for 30 bucks <laughs> I'm going to look in this book <laughs> I'm going to look in this book And I'm going to study it and go home, and I'm going to figure out how to do it. And that's what I did. I bought some beads, um, bought the materials, came home, taught myself how to do it, and eventually I taught her. Um, But it was just for physical, um, you know, therapy. It wasn't, you know, to, you know, make money or anything like that. Eventually, um, it helped her with her coordination, helped her with her memory. It became a fun activity, so it was bonding experience for mom and I. And, um, you know, eventually she got better. Mom is 100% recovered. She makes her own jewelry now. She looks better than me. I'm very proud of that. She's supposed to. She's had three brain surgeries. You know,
2: God is good. and. The same thing that. This is a mommy. She do not look like what she's been through at all. And (laughs) I would say the same about you. You know, to see you and your personality and your high spirits. You know, some people, when they find themselves um, in situations where maybe their health is challenged, um, you know, they don't have the high spirits. So do you think that part of it? 'Cause I know what 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 another part of it we haven't even talked about definitely pulled you through. Um, but do you think having that positive attitude and that you know, because you every time I see you you have a smile on your face and you just have this lightheartedness about you. Um, so how how important was that? And of course faith, we want to talk about that. How oh, important that's everything. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm.
3: everything um once I got diagnosed, I met with a um a wellness coach, and I realized how important um staying positive and staying in a positive space was to my um my healing you know um she she's she'd been living with uh, with lupus for i think at that time about fifteen or sixteen years. And she teach she teaches yoga and meditation, mm. and um, she helped me with my nutrition. So she was very, very, very knowledgeable about how to live with the, the disease. So Lorena Lues, that's who I'm talking about. She helped me, you know, from the get go, like literally in week two of being diagnosed. <laughs> mm. So I was so you, I was pretty I was right pretty in. grateful.
4: Yeah jump mm-hmm. right in and
3: I I got on Google I mean I Google everything and I just looked mm-hmm. up fruits and vegetables that were um going to help me um to reverse some of the symptoms that I was having In addition to that, and, you know, I would look up quotes to help me stay in a right frame of mind because I realized the mind and body connection. So whenever I was feeling down, I realized how much my body would ache. Whenever I was happy and excited, I realized how much my body would feel more relaxed. And I paid attention to things like that. So I started, um, you know, removing myself from situations where I would feel down and I will feel Uh stressed out. And I made a commitment to myself that anything that is going to cause me pain and harm or discomfort, I will not do it. No matter Uh how much I love those things and those people, I have to stay away from them and it because my health and my wellness is so important to me. I had to ask myself, how much do you really love you?
2: Right. Oh,
3: If you love oh. you, you can't be around those things. And I realized that my mother only has one daughter, and I can't allow her to bury me. That's right. Because oh. if I love me and I love her, I would not put myself in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. how I just started looking at life. Like, look, you got to get yourself together. And the only way you can do this, you have to fight so people would say, oh, I'm being naive or I'm not looking at my situation for what it really was at that time. But I just trusted God so much that he was going to see me through. I just kept saying, you promised me this.
1: hmm Mm -hmm. And
3: because you promised me, I'm going to trust you. So doctors are saying my liver is failing, my kidneys are failing, and you're talking about chemotherapy and dialysis to fix my kidneys, and I'm like, God, I trust you.
1: Mm -hmm. God, Mm -hmm. I trust you.
3: So Mm -hmm. even though I'm depressed and I'm laying here in this bed, I trust you, and I'm trusting Mm -hmm. you and I'm crying out to you to heal me. I'm depressed. Mm -hmm. I can't move right now, but I trust you. And I just kept holding on to that. Even at my lowest point where I was crying Mm -hmm. out, I would still put a smile on my face. You know, they say fake it till you make it. I had to fake that thing. So I had to Mm -hmm. fake my way into believing that I was healed. You know, it's like, all right, I'm not there yet, but I have to see that. So I kept feeling and seeing. I had to see it in that moment until I kept going back to the doctor and they said, wait a minute, what are you doing differently because your liver functions are normal.
1: Mm.
3: Mm. Wait a minute, what are you doing differently because um, lupus is not active in your blood right now? Mm. Uh. Wait, your thyroid functions are normal. Mm-hmm. Your kidney functions will never be normal again, but you have a new normal level now.
1: Right.
3: Could it be that I'm actually finding happiness? Mm. Hmm. I, like this, I like this place that I'm in. Let me see if I could dig deeper and do some more healing because the closer oh. I get to this place called happiness, the closer my health gets to what's considered a new normal. So I just keep fighting every single day. And I just thank God for just giving me another shot at this thing called life. Oh, my God, I'm so grateful. Thank you, thank you. And people say you got thank this you. glow. I'm like, y'all don't understand. Mm. It ain't got nothing to do with me. It ain't got nothing Mm. to do with me. This glow, it ain't even my glow. It's his glow. I'm just glorifying Mm. him by just living and walking and moving in his direction. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Nothing. Mm. I'm just Mm. grateful. Mm. I'm living in gratitude. I'm moving and walking in gratitude. Yes.
1: Mm.
3: i removed myself. I had to deny myself of me because I was in my way.
5: I was in my
3: way. I'm looking at my vision board that I painted on my wall, and I love me some LNG. Oh, my God, I love her. (laughs) I love me some LNG. Mm -hmm. When I was going through and I I, I was losing my way, she said, you need balance. She said, make Mm -hmm. a web and put balance in the middle and put everything around that word that represents balance for you. Right, and I did it on paper, but it wasn't enough for me, so I painted that thing on canvas and hung it up my I room. And I forgot to
2: mention that that you you are the paintings that you have painted and that you have all around your home. I mean, it, it's amazing to me what adversity will do for you in your life if you if mm, you choose mm, mm. to see it in that way. And then it sounds to me like. You said I'm gonna make a choice to see it like this, and I am
3: not daily choice.
2: Yeah, it's a daily choice,
3: and that's why I paint the stuff that I paint. Every morning Mm -hmm. I wake up when I open my eyes, the first two things I see. That's my vision board, that balance. Right. I looked at it the other day and I was like, oh my god, everything on that that balance board. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm beating. I'm reading. I'm writing my journal. I'm listening to music. I have mm-hmm. a social life again. I'm going to church. I'm spending time with family. I'm teaching. I have friends. I'm doing charity mm-hmm. work. Self care. Ooh, I got a right. ooh ooh ooh. Ooh, Wait,
1: ooh. hold on,
3: hold on,
2: hold on. No,
3: no, no. Pause <laughs> right there. Pause
2: right there. Pause pause, because I didn't know we were going to be able to talk about it. I said, you know, she said that to me in the text message, but are we going to be able to talk about that on air? Because that love is important. But I need to take a quick break and bring in my dear sister. She's a resident legal assistant, and she comes on every Monday to give us powerful biz tips. Her name is Danya Zimmerman. So hold tight, sis. I'll be right back, and I'm going to bring her in. Good." Afternoon, my dear sister. Welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on to bring us uh, another powerful biz tip. You are the powerful biz woman. And um I'm gonna give the call to you, sis. Um, hey, um
4: I'm really enjoying the show and um thank you yes. so much for having me on Monday. I apologize about last Monday, I had um forgotten. Um oh, but it's all I, right. I, so. I remembered, I said I'm going to remember today, for the powerful <laughs> business tip. Well, the powerful business tip for today is to make sure you have your dream team ready for your business. When you're starting a business, you must make sure you have your business plan written, your marketing plan written, your um, financial projections for the next three to five years available in your dream team. And when I talk about the dream team, you need three basic people, an accountant, a bookkeeper, a lawyer, an insurance agent, and a banker. They are the main ones you need. And also, to include in that dream team, you need a business coach. You need um, partners and collaborators. You need your mm-hmm. um, board of directors. And when I mean board of directors, you need your team of support system. That's your board of directors. It can be family and friends, but make sure it's people who have business sets a business yes. savvy. Just pick anyone. And I wanted to promote um, today, if you didn't mind.
2: Please, I my, please um, tell people about your, your event that's coming up. I have my virtual summit that's coming up the week, next
4: week, May the 23rd through the 28th. And it's the CYA, cover your assets, ask the Dream Team experts, and you will have the opportunity to ask lawyers, accountants, bookkeepers, bankers, insurance agents, and financial advisors, and other legal professionals, any questions you may have regarding your business, including tax questions, legal questions, and financial questions, or any other questions you may have regarding being a business business. owner, Mm
1: -hmm. especially
4: as a small business owner. And the main reason why I did this is because I wanted to educate people on the legal aspects and the tax aspects of business ownership. And I am so excited. And if everyone will stay tuned, I will have the lineup um, available to them by flyer on social media this evening. And you can go to Eventbrite or you got to look up it's Ask the Dream Team Experts on Eventbrite. And the event is free. Just, Just purchase your ticket. And show up, and the next time I come on your radio show, I will have the link to Eventbrite. But if they just go on Eventbrite and put in "Ask the Dream Team Experts," it will pop up. And thank you so much. Can, can you do me? Yeah, ahead. can you do
2: me a favor and go on over yeah. to Evolutionary Woman Radio Host the, the um, radio page? And can you post the Eventbrite link over there so that people will know? And just, you know, of course, write a little something about inviting them to it. And then that way people can have a place to go and um, click on the link.
4: Okay. I sure will. I'll do that this evening. Awesome. I'll get the link and everything. And I'm just so excited about the event because everybody talks about how to get the clients, how to mm-hmm. do the social media part, and how to make the money, but no one tells you how to protect your money. How to protect exactly. your business assets, and that's why I'm doing it. And the, this, this show is really amazing because people fail to realize that if you don't take care of yourself health wise, mentally, physically, and spiritually, any disease you get it can kill you. But if you learn to you know take care of yourself spiritually and mentally, you can sometimes you can combat any disease that you have. That's right. The only time diseases take over is when you allow the disease to take over your mind.
2: That's right. That's right. Yes. Absolutely. And I'm
4: really enjoying this show, and I I just want to give you the praise that you deserve with Evolutionary Woman because it's a great show. It really is.
2: Give thanks. Thank you so much, sis. And we will see you back on the um, program Next Monday, giving us another powerful biz tip and bringing us more information about the cover your assets virtual summit, so I appreciate you Jesus. okay thank you, okay, thank you so much you- all right, and we are back. We are talking with Dion Davidson. she is a lupus survivor, she's the owner creative uh intuitive of bebly speaking. And we were just getting into some juiciness. You know, I love talking about love. <laughs> and you mentioned that you have a bow <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, you know, we've covered so much. We've covered the physical aspects. We've covered the, the mental, the spiritual um, the psychological, and just all of the different things that you need to do when you're faced with something like what you're talking about, this this, um, this ease um, And now you, you're bringing in love. So let's, let's continue the conversation about that. Honestly, at, at, at the end of
3: the day, it still going down to who you have in your space. You got to have people around you who have good intentions for you and who care about you. That's what I'm finding at least. I can't speak for anyone else obviously but myself. And yes. I would before um and that's why I always say now that I'm grateful for what lupus has taught me mm-hmm. because before I I wasn't as careful with the people I chose to be in my life and not just mm. as far as um, partners but just um, you know people I call friends that word right. so loosely before but now I'm very cautious of who I called my um, called friends because you know so often we we look at people with our eyes and not with our hearts and mm. I was I was one of them and I'm I'm now looking at people for what what value do you bring to my life? Again, if if you're not a part of this journey that I'm on, that's going to continue this happiness. I'm in a happy space and I was already in a happy space. So if I yes. wasn't there, I couldn't attract what I wanted.
2: Right? Right. And that's,
3: that's how that happened I mean I, I had to get to that place So I'm grateful for what the journey has, um, has taught me And has brought me Because I wouldn't be able to see things From the perspective that I do now um, okay. You know where I'm Even open to even Giving somebody a chance You know <laughs> And um, and somebody that I've known for a long time So it's it's even oh. Even better So I mean, I'm excited um, And I'm grateful for You know, the support um, It's nothing mm-hmm. like having someone Who truly understands um, What I've been through Because he's mm-hmm. been there He's seen it all um, From mm-hmm. the very beginning You know, when I was just having Headaches and back and forth To the doctors To now um, watching me go through And be able to say You know what, um i I'm stronger than I thought I was, you know going mm-hmm. through it um I look back and having that person you know be one of my biggest cheerleaders through it all and now um it's like okay <laughs> we we could do this mm-hmm. now, you know yeah. um that that's mm-hmm. something that I feel um not only is it helpful um to know that i that person has my back but to know that that's been my friend, and I, I I can say that you know that friend. you were friends <laughs> first, and
2: y'all were real right. true friends before you you took it anywhere else. Oh my gosh! Right. Oh, shit, yeah. that's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Okay, I'm excited. I can't wait to talk to you offline. <laughs> <laughs> you are hilarious. <laughs> Um, I did want to talk briefly, and then I want to open up the lines if anyone wants to um, have any comments or questions about what we've covered today. i want to do I do want to talk briefly about um, another uh, aspect of your life, which was the d- domestic violence. and you shared such a powerful testimony back in I think it was February, I'm not even sure um, at 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 an event that was put on by Sharper Minds. So can you give us a little bit about that, and do you think that any of that had a a part in um, who you are now, you know, going through that experience? Absolutely.
3: Um, Oh, my gosh, yeah, that was back in February. That was my first time speaking publicly about um, domestic violence because for years I just thought, well, I've never been hit, so, I
1: mean,
3: hmm. that that doesn't have anything to do with
2: things. We all think that. Right.
3: And so um, when I finally got the courage um, to talk about it, it was like I thought I was going to throw up. You know what I mean? I was Mm -hmm. just so scared, like this is really heavy. Um, But once I spoke about it, I felt so relieved calm that came over me from that point on, I felt unstoppable. I'm like, oh, that's over with.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, it made me really open and that's that's another thing that I, I, I really I really felt like I finally told the universe that I was ready and I was open yeah. and I, I, I'm I'm ready to date again. Because that was yeah. the only thing that was holding me back and I didn't realize it.
1: Mm-hmm. I
3: kept silent so long about that I was so afraid because because this one guy told me he was gonna kill me and I, I believed him. Like mm-hmm. you know that was 19 years ago and I'm still stuck. Mm-hmm. And this dude mm-hmm. has been living his life and sleeping doing good at night. What. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? And here I am, like stuck. Can't even a decent relationship because I'm afraid that he is going to find me and kill me. And, mm. um, you know, I just had to get through that. And once I was able to speak about it, I took the power back. Yes. I took the power yes. back and I took my life back. That aspect of my life became mine again. It w- it was no longer his. He didn't have the control. And I just thank God for, um, you know, Capri Smith for having a forum mm. like that and invited me to um be a part of it where I could share my testimony because like I said I mean I was I was threatened I was I was you know I was shake you know the guy actually And shook a lot me. of
2: people think of view a lot of people don't think that abuse encompasses uh emotional abuse and manipulation and it sounds like he was manipulating you threatening you you know oh, yeah. doing all these mental Call me things sad
3: told me I was right. ugly, I wasn't good enough, it was constant, right. you know, always shaking me, and, you know, I mean, at one point, he shook me so bad, I crawled up in a ball, and he just looked at me like it was no big deal, like, okay, so, mm-hmm. throw me down the steps, I'm just like, you know, right. but again, in my mind, he didn't hit me, so I was good, and that right. wasn't the only you know, that was not the only relationship or situation that, you know, a God put his hands on me, um, you know, in a sense. So I am like, okay, it happened, happened um, maybe, you know, be, um, after that. So in my mind, it's like I don't want to deal with nobody. I just want to be by myself. But once mm-hmm. I had to get through that situation, I realized that, you know, it happens to other people. I'm right. not the only one. So let me speak about it let me get past my own stuff right and right you know i just feel so much better um you know talking about it now it doesn't own me mhm mhm mhm
2: and i and i must say when when um amir and i my daughter and i went to the event and we we were there and you got up and you started to speak like we were speechless because, again, you don't look like what you've been through. You know, you, you carry yourself uh, with such uh, dignity and just, you. we know, looking at you, you know you love yourself. We know you love yourself. And so... Um, I just want to thank you for being on the show, believe it or not, we are at the end. And I want to have this opportunity now to open up the lines for anyone who wants to uh, have any comments. And I'm just going to basically open up all the lines, and people can just jump in and ask questions or or have comments about the show tonight. Again, we're talking with Dion Davison. The lines are all open. Does anyone have any questions or comments? Thank you for being on the show tonight. Thank you for having me. Absolutely.
1: Okay. So, um, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: and
1: this is
5: Vern. Hi, Vern. I'm from Jersey.
1: Hey. Um,
5: my sister, my sister. I want to say you are strong. I'm telling you, you are a strong. Arm and hammer strong, and I'm grateful. Thank you. I'm seriously grateful. I'm glad that you have triumphed. I'm glad you got the victory, and I'm glad you have that you mind the matter. Because that's really what's important for us.
3: I appreciate you. Thank you.
5: More than you ever know, and I pray you continue going on.
3: Thank you. God bless you. Thank you so much.
5: Because because really where you are is the start.
3: You know you're not at the finish, right? <laughs> yeah, I already know that. Mm-hmm.
5: You're at the beginning. You're just at the beginning. The rainbow just looks nice when you started. But as you start to go through and God opens up and shows you more, well, of course, it's more. Mm. So I'm just.
3: I receive just that. Grateful. I receive it.
5: I'm, well, watch when you see it. It's going to hurt your feelings. And it's okay. <laughs> it's going to be all right.
1: <laughs> Thank
5: you. It's going to do some serious damage. You're going to be crying in tears. Oh. Um, eh, eh, eh. First time I went wow. to Barbados, God, God opened up and I saw God, and I was, I was messed up. I stood on the beach, my kids looked at me funny. It took me 45 minutes to stop crying, cause I was, mm-hmm. I was where dreams begin.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: And just the whole vacation was a dream in itself. But for me to be where I was was just incredible, so incredible. So mm-hmm. I just, I just wish you well on your journey.
2: Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. We Thank you for supporting us. Peace and love.
1: love.
6: Peace and love. Peace, peace to the gods mm-hmm. and goddesses. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, this is the Kia. Dion.
1: <laughs> peace and
6: love, you know, oh my gosh. Dion, you said Oh my gosh.
2: You Mm -hmm.
6: expressed so many things this evening. Um, You know, first of all, I just want to um, just piggyback on Vern. I just give you, I just honor you for where you are in your life today. Uh, Having gone through, having become an overcomer, having, um, you know, gone through some things that none of us would even imagine how we would get through and, you know, you you come forth with this wonderful, amazing, uh, beautiful, loving spirit, and, you know, you're such a gift. It's so beautiful to hear you talk about your journey, and, you know, I didn't know anything about lupus, you know, I mean, I knew that, you know, lupus was a disease that uh, plays a lot of people, and I just didn't really know how it affects people's lives, and So, you know, you really opened my eyes to that. Um, And, and you know, a lot of times we hear about these things, but we don't necessarily hear about it in the African-American community. So um, that was really eye-opening for me as well. And then for your mom to have gone through what she went through and the strength and courage and faith that it has taken both of you to get through that and i would love to meet your mother uh you right we're right here in the same city so we have
1: to, <laughs> I have to make a
6: connection <laughs> with her beautiful soul as well
1: absolutely so you know the jamaican
6: I,
3: mama you know you've been there you've been yeah. to the islands you yeah. got to meet her <laughs>
6: <laughs> right and, and you know when when you said um when you were, you started opening up, I had a phrase in my head, and then my grandson was here to give it up, but you said something about opening up yourself to happiness, and when you opened yourself to happiness, you know, things started changing in your life, and I just think that that's such a key thing. You know, you could have stayed in that dark place. You could have stayed there, you know, feeling, you know, still feeling the fear and still the hiding and all that, but you opened yourself to happiness and joy and now look at your life, and now only look at your life. But you're being such a blessing to others uh, just right. by you sharing your story, by other people, you know, getting to connect with that. How they have gone through their own stuff, but to hear you go through yours, like whoa, that's a that was nice was a piece of cake compared to some of the things that you've gone through.
2: Listen, I'm sitting and, up here like, oh, adrenal fatigue, what's that, like? That I right. mean, and I'm not trying to downplay it because it, it it did the same thing for me. It kind of opened, opened my eyes. But just to hear, and there was something you also said about um, even when you were in that depressed state, you were still saying, God, I trust you. Even when you really? were laying in the bed, you still said, God, I trust you. Do you know how powerful that is? Oh my God!
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to say one, one quick other thing: um, if your beautiful jewelry is such a gift and a blessing, and for anyone who um, it's just a wonderful expression of self-love and self-creativity. And when you mm-hmm. did the uh, meeting with us, it just brought it brought myself closer to myself. I realized that I had some creativity in there. Mm-hmm. It was fun. <laughs> and so it's really a wonderful thing to do. Uh to you know, just to work you know, just to support yourself or get with Beyond so she can show you how to create some beautiful jewelry, but it's just so um therapeutic. I think that's the word I'm looking for. it's yeah, very therapeutic. And so thank you, Beyond. Mm-hmm. I just love you so much. You're, You're welcome. Thank I look you. Us connecting again soon. To DJ, you know I love you, girl, and I thank you so much for oh, having me yeah. on tonight. Truly,
2: absolutely. Thank you. Bless you. you. Gee, you so thanks. Much. Blessings. Thank you, Z. Good All evening.
0: Right. Peace and blessings.
2: Peace, Peace and blessings. love, Queen. We can hear you.
0: <laughs> great, great. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Look, I could identify. This is Jackie from La Plata. Uh, Deanna, we met uh during one of our retreats doing doing the beating and um oh, Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm the one who made beating very complicated for myself because I was in a state <laughs> of resistance.
1: <laughs> I
3: remember you. That's okay. We had a great time.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And once I got out of the state of resistance, uh, once I allow myself, you know, to be present with the moment, because you know I was like fumbling with it, like I don't want to do this, you know, and everything was just negative, negative, negative. And then I'm looking at all the ladies having great conversation, laughing and talking. And then I'm like, I want to be a part of it. And I just went on and and, and released the resistance and and was present with it and had a beautiful time. Yes, it is therapeutic. And I just want to thank you for your divine presence and, how, you know, your journey to your healing. I can identify with all of that. You have to have some sort of affirmation within you if you don't even realize that it's an affirmation, but something that's going to keep you going, that's going to motivate you, whatever it may take, you know. You know, for mm-hmm. me, same thing, you know, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, each and every step, you know, because if you don't have it, you're not going to be able to do it, you know, and you just need that little bit, that little bit. And each time we take those little steps, we get closer and closer and closer to our healing And because now we're starting to recognize that, you know, being negative, being in this Puddle of woe, me. Not a puddle, but for me, it was just an ocean. It was just a, the right sea. Nothing was there, you know. I'm out there, you know, and, and and woe me, all of my woes, you know. And I didn't realize my woes was keeping my my keeping me from being able to heal. But once I got into the secret and realizing that, you know, think just just they're setting that intention to be happy, to laugh. Today, I'm right. setting the intention. I'm laughing today. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. happiness has to be in intentional. intentional. Yeah. Happiness uh-huh. has to be
3: intentional. If it's not, then you can't get it. It's not just something you just wake up and, oh, it's there. You have to be intentional right. about it every right. day.
0: Every day, even when you don't feel like it. You know, you in the lowest and the, the the shockings of all pain. I mean, my pain was like someone taking razor blade and just slicing, dicing. I understand not being able to be in touch. Just being imagine not being able to have your own. Hand. I'm not even able to able to touch myself and let cover get on me. Oh my God, so painful. Mm-hmm. I I understand it. I know what it's like. Mm-hmm. I've been there, and mm-hmm. I see them on my journey of my healing, and, and it is. I have so much gratitude, so much appreciation, you know, for, for for what I've been going through, you know, and 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 here we are, sis, you know. Although yeah. you know we don't have the same, but we are yet the same. We, you know, we on the same type of journey, you know. So exactly. Sure do thank you, thank you. I applaud you. Um, thank for the, you for your strength yeah. urge, and your your healing and, and and you sharing. You know, you 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 healing. You know, one at a time. So, thank you. I love mm-hmm. you.
4: Love you too.
3: Thank you so much for calling in.
0: Oh, my gosh.
2: What an impact you have made this evening, my dear sister. Wow. I want to. Oh, man. Oh, what an incredible story. I want to leave a little bit of time. We have about four minutes left. I just want to make sure that people know how to get in contact with you. I know you are doing beating classes. You're still doing the beating classes in Baltimore? Yes, I am. Uh, We just
3: finished our first um, semester, as I like to call it, um, this past Mm -hmm. Saturday. And we're going to be starting our second semester coming up on June the 4th. So um, we took a little break because um, we didn't want to start Memorial Day weekend. Um, We wanted to start Mm -hmm. fresh. So we're starting back up on June the 4th. And um, our classes will be held at So Fabulous Sewing School S E W So Fabulous. I know I love that name. I
1: love um,
3: it. But <laughs> um, you know, we we're actually um, working out of that space, and um, the sewing school is just so awesome that they allow us to um, work from their school. So we, what we, what, what we're doing is that, um, for everyone who wants to sign up, we're going to be posting the information on our beadly speaking Facebook page. Um, yes. cause we currently don't have, um, an actual website for beadly speaking as of yet. Um, okay. and, and on, um, on our Instagram page. So if you follow us at beadly speaking on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, um, you will see the link um, coming um, shortly. So follow us on all three of those social media um, pages, and that's how we get the word out. Or you can also email us at beagleyspeaking at gmail And um, yeah, we have classes that will be starting on July the fourth. We have classes ranging from um, earrings, bracelets, necklaces hand jewelry, foot jewelry, because it's getting ready to be warm. So you want something sexy yeah. your feet and your hands. Um, adorn those pretty feet and pretty hands. Come on now. Um, so I'm teaching yeah. classes on how to do, um, you know, from the basic things. I don't care how creative mm-hmm. you're not. I will make you a creative person by the time you're finished. You heard me, Jackie. Z. Yes. He's a
1: believer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can make yes. it happen. Um I've been teaching overall for 14 years in Baltimore City, so mm-hmm. I can teach anything and I can teach you how um to be creative in the aspect of jewelry making. So it's fun, it's therapeutic and at the end you walk away with something beautiful that you create and that's Something that you could wear, you know, for as long as you want to.
2: That's right. <clears throat> awesome. Awesome. Well, sis, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the show. Come back anytime. You are a sister and a friend to the show. So anything you're doing, any events, let us know. We'd love to have you back on.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I love you so much. I appreciate you. I love you. you
2: too, sis. All right. Peace and blessings, family. Take care. We'll see you on Thursday for another episode of Evolutionary Woman Radio.